The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi, good afternoon. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel. Stream it on SEMSynergy.com or pick it up on iTunes. For years, people have basically been waiting for mobile to take off um, from the standpoint of the web, certainly. Uh, I think that for a long time, uh, there have been things waiting on mobile to take off, like local search has been waiting on mobile and things like that. Um, Right now, we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the recent moves that we've had in the industry pretty much centered around mobile search. And mobile search and mobile ads and mobile this and mobile that are coming of age. Um, I'm not exactly sure which way everything's going to go. You know, I've always been of the opinion that uh, until the quality of the display goes up, until the speed goes up, we're not going to see a lot of ad networks out there playing on the local devices. I think, though, that Apple's trying to change that. I I think that for... In a lot of cases, the rush to mobile was mostly advertisers. They were like, everybody's going to love this. I have to get there. And so they all ran there and they were like, yes, ad platforms. And they started building things and they realized that there was nobody there. Right. At least not in the United States. You know, if you're in Japan, everybody's on their phone all the time. It's a totally different culture. But here, you know, in, in the United States, it just wasn't there. Nobody was on their phones like that and so there's ad platforms that people kept trying to come up with had no audience and what is good is a billboard in the middle of nowhere right it's it's the the advertising version of if a tree falls in the forest if you put up an ad and nobody sees it does it count all right now i want to make sure everybody shares my perception there's two ways that you could do advertising on a mobile device. One, you can interrupt the middle of a phone call and throw in a commercial. Right? That'd be funny. While you're talking to somebody, now a break. Or like somebody says a word and it like triggers. Like, <laughs> yeah. When you get the milk, there is a sale on milk at your local. You get a little text medicines. message. Yeah. We heard you were talking about milk. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think, oh boy, that would be scary. <laughs> That, that I think, would, you know, you are monitoring my calls. Okay. That would be a problem. Your email. Come on. But, 
The other one is that you have advertisements that can show up uh, in ads uh, as part of search results, or you can have um, advertisements appear in your applications. I think that'll be one of the big ones. Um, if I'm, you know, opening up a game app of some form, uh, it can run ads, things like that. Uh, Apple has this thing called iAds, as I understand it. Yeah, that's a new platform. It was, it's was it been out about a week, and I guess we're probably looking for um, the early numbers about engagement for users, but we do know what advertisers are willing to pay to be on the platform, which is kind of outrageous. Um, Susan said earlier that like it's been a while for advertisers to to get on board because they don't want to put their billboard out in the middle of an empty forest, but um, now they're willing to pay a mi- a, the minimum spend to get on the iAd launch um, for launch is $1 million. And um, some advertisers are paying $10 million to be exclusive for their industry vertical. Which, I, you know, at, at that point, I, again, I think that this is sort of a advertisers ran to the mobile anticipating people were going to be there and then they found that they weren't there and so they went away and now people are finally coming to mobile now they've finally come to the iPhone it's a big deal everybody knows the iPhone so everybody wants to be there but you're not really seeing the same thing for like Blackberry right nobody's rushing to to Rim to tell them hey you have to create an ad platform for me you know we want to advertise and which is interesting because BlackBerry's got a huge, huge population of people who use their phones. So I'm not sure what it is about Apple other than the fact that everybody knows Apple. And they really, really, really want to over be overcharged for their traffic. <laughs> I, well, let's ask if it's overcharged. As I understand it, it's a $10 CPM rate. Uh-huh. And that takes care of your branding in the person's face while he's staring at a phone. Because uh-huh. it's a limited amount of surface area, right? The The property is tight. So you pay to be on the property. Then there's a $2 per click fee. Well, how does that compare to cost per click on some of your keywords, right? If Well, but the difference is that the cost per click on your keyword is only a cost per click. You didn't pay anything to show up there in the first place. Yeah, so you're paying for the branding, and then you're paying for the cost per click. There's For SEO, it's $15 a click. For lawyers, it's $35, $40 a click. It depends on what you're doing. Not all of these clicks are cheap. If I were General Motors and I could get a $35 per click ad for 2 bucks, I'd be all over it, and I can afford $10 million to buy an exclusive. It's... And we want to make sure everybody understands, in order for Apple to have a winner, it doesn't need 100% market participation. 0.1% of the people in the world that are able to pay a million dollars a month, hey, give me those. (laughs) I can make a lot of money with very, very few people. There's other things out there. Uh, What am I going to do on the iPad? Are they going to be video ads? And are they, you know... They're not going to be flash. Uh, yeah, they're not going to be flash. I got that part. But, you know, what are they going to be? How how are we as... Uh, by the way, I, I'm not a big user of my phone 
for movies. But there are people watching movies on their phones. There's a lot of people that think, oh, I can watch my TV show on my phone. There's a commercial on TV about how people can turn on their phone and leave and take their football game with them. I don't understand that. It's so weird. But people are interacting, and uh, a recent survey by J.I. Wire says that of the 1,000 smartphone users they surveyed, 52% have acted on an advertisement in an app. Hmm. 52%. With 18% making a purchase directly from that ad in the app. Of the rest of the people that acted, did they get ill? Or, <laughs> or throw the phone? Or, what do you mean acted? Never mind. I'm assuming in a positive way. So, of a thousand people, five hundred twenty of them, ish, acted on an advertisement. That seems like a lot. It does. It makes me wonder who these thousand are. That cannot be a statistically relevant sample. <laughs> yeah. well, well, how many react to a TV commercial or radio commercial, an ad in a magazine, or an ad? I mean, this is bigger than if you added them all up. Fifty-two percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's that's, that's enormous. If it's actually fifty-two percent, I could see why these people are willing to pay the money. Yeah, yeah. If if you really can get fifty percent, heck, if you can get eighteen percent, one hundred and eighty people out of a thousand decided to buy something. All right, okay, that that's kind of worth the cost. Eighteen percent is a really big number for conversion. Yeah. So anyway, we are out of time for this one. Um, it's time for a quick break. But stick around because the conversation is still going to be going on. Head over to the chat room in the meantime, and we'll talk there. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. Banner ads, links, town hall meetings. Invest in your next ad campaign with one of the premier branding innovators broadcasting on air and on demand to the internet business world, webmasterradio.fm. From 30-second commercials to 30-minute monthly programs, we give you what you need to achieve your success and make a difference to your company's financial health, your management's wealth, and a better lifestyle. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for a consultation today. 
Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Michael Martin, founder and feature editor of Google and Blog, as well as a frequent speaker and author on the topic of mobile technology and marketing. Thanks for coming on the show, Michael. Thank you for having me. Before the break, Bruce and Susan and I were talking about mobile stuff. So it's great to have you talk uh, with us and join the program to talk about what's going on in mobile and opportunities available to marketers. And I'll start off first with the whole iPhone 4 fiasco with the you're holding it wrong and oops, we miscalculated the bars signal. So what do you think the consumer confidence will be in Apple? I mean, that's that's a great setup to somebody that's that's an Android advocate, but as opposed to taking the low road and bashing it. I mean, the iPhone 4 is a great device, regardless of, of these issues. Um, and I, I think it's them pushing the envelope in tandem with Android that's maybe causing some of this. But at the heart of it is the end result, I think, is it's finally happening and why I beat the Android drum not to, you know, extol an extreme wing view, but in the fact that there are choices, there are options, and more importantly, mindshare. And I think this is what could or what is, or actually on the cusp of changing that mindshare, people at least being aware, hey, Android is not that bad, or Android at least gives me choice and options, and I think people are finally coming to that realization. And more importantly is the handling of it. At first, iPhone denied it, and then they come up with a solution that's not really a solution. It's you know, bringing up something that was an issue with them as far as you know, um, showing those signal bars. And so in this solution... Um, that Apple provided, it was just kind of pulling back the the rug or pulling back the sheet to um, most, not malicious code, but deceiving code. In fact, that's how they show the signal strength. And what I liked is Android's response was not to jump on it, and you see none none, none of the Android responses making fun of the, uh, the iPhone or anything. It's it's the manufacturers, but Android said, all right, you know. Here's, here's the entire antenna code that we use for Android. It's the open source. So you can directly see and, you know, see what's behind the covers and see what's the shoe they're not. But, you know, Apple doesn't provide that. And I think that's kind of the difference that people, even if you're not a developer, can kind of see as, as the uh, clarity between the two different platforms. You're right. That really does crystallize the differences between the two platforms. But it is nice that the whole... Um, the, the, I guess, battle for consumers in the mobile space isn't an ugly one, at least not yet. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not a Red Sox, Yankees, you know, Patriots, Jets scenario where you got to pick one side. Um, the, you know, there is um, alignment between the two, and in the end, you know, what a lot of people say, um, they're open-minded, is that they're both, you know, they're both, in the end, it's the consumers that win. They're both propelling advancements to each other, um, that, and bottom line, regardless of what your allegiance or affiliation is, you gain benefits from that. Definitely, because I've heard a lot lately about some of the Android phones that are hitting the market, and I don't know if they're getting 
more play because, you know, of this awareness that there are options out there. Um, but the Droid X, I guess, is going to be in stores July 15th. I've read really great stuff about it. But still, it seems like every few weeks there's another hot Android phone hitting the market, but the buzz doesn't last very long after launch. Is there something that you think man- the phone manufacturers should be doing differently to market their products, or is there something that could really get that more mass appeal? Yeah, I think right now, and, and part of you know what I do is, is not to you know, necessarily argue and, and, and pick sides, but at least just to illustrate differences. And I think that's what's happening between the Android manufacturers themselves. They're not siloed by one company forcing everything onto one product. Um, they're competing against each other, so there is that one upmanship. Um, so uh, with that, um, you have choices, and those choices are if you want a keyboard, if you want the large screen, you want something smaller, if you want uh, more you know, HDMI ports or different things, you, know, you have those choices, and it's just a matter of getting people aware of those choices and that you know, there are some pluses and minuses to the iPhone that can or may not be addressed with an Android. So then as far as um, the market or the advertising platforms that are coming out, um, I guess iAd launched just this last week and Steve Jobs wasn't, you know, modest about it at all when he said we're coming out with a mobile ad platform. He said he wants to have half of the mobile ad market in less than a year. Do you think that's plausible? Um, I wouldn't put anything past Apple, but how I how I equate iAd in this early state um, because it's been delayed because of the you know the high uh, threshold to get in the one million dollar mm-hmm. buy-in. I, I equate it to like the Nexus One for Android in the sense that it's trying to force the market into a different dynamic. The Apple is trying to force advertisers into the kind of constraints that developers have been forced into. Um, and while this may produce, uh, I think, a much prettier and more aesthetically pleasing advertising, it may not work as far as overall sales or overall numbers, but it will change mindshare to what the possibilities of advertising are, especially on on, uh, mobile devices. Um, The big player in the space for mobile advertising is Google. Now, Microsoft is really making its move to get into the mobile ad market with its Windows Phone 7 OS. And um, I don't really know, but this sounds kind of like a new concept to me, the OS as ad platform. Do you think that tying the ad platform to the OS is a smart move, or could that really backfire? It, it depends on the audience. I know um, I know even with some Android phones that that's explores the possibility toward the end of the year whereby you know you're given the phone for free that you basically have to acquiesce to advertising not necessarily on a action but on a timed or location response um and i think that's kind of where when uh windows phone 7 is is kind of talking about um beyond the the business user aspect um so it'll be interesting to see because like i said i know uh, that's approach with some of the lower end uh, android phones as well Okay. Um, yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what, what that's all about. And um, it was interesting at the SMX Advanced session that you spoke at last uh, last month. Um, it was on location services, which obviously are very closely tied with mobile. 
Um, Susan Live blogged this session, and you mentioned some ways that advertisers can make money off location services, but it was a really fast session, so she only mentioned it briefly in the post. But do you mind sharing some more about that topic? Like, how um, how should businesses approach the uh, the opportunity in location services like Foursquare and GoWalla? Well, I mean, the key with that is as they as they all battle, battle off a domination, there are aggregators, and there are services that can um, do your advertising campaign across uh, multiples of them. Um, and I think that's where it's more efficient for a lot of businesses um, as the dust settles. Um, that way, you can really find out what works best for you, and it's across you know many different platforms, so you actually reach a lot more users instead of just silencing yourself um, and say you know just for Foursquare or Guala. Do you think there are things that marketers are doing that are finding a lot of success on any of the mobile platforms, or is it still kind of like a, a learning curve right now? I, th- I think I think it really comes down to actually um, a great video that, that Bruce did over at um, SMX Advanced, and that understanding when, when using a mobile device, people are, are finding as opposed to searching. And so that finding correlates with location, and as far as your, your sites, they should really address that. Um, and really getting into Web 3.0, which is semantic search, which you know correlates to using microformats that delineate your location and specificity um, as far as your data and your site. And I think that 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 helps those brick and mortars get found because that's a large part of what people use for their mobile device, especially when they use browsers and such. What do you think about this whole app revolution? Do you think apps might replace the web, at least in the mobile space? No, I, I, I see I see apps are for the here and now and probably a two, three-year window. Um, it's going to be kind of like the approach to software in general. Um, and, you know, the, the answer being heralded is HTML5, and that is agnostic, so you don't have to create something for Android, for iPhone, for RIM. Um, you can just do it once and forget or set and forget. Um, so HTML5, there's some answers there, but it's not... Uh, a panacea to to all the problems, especially for the next several years. Okay, and then I, I was reading just briefly about the UK might require Flash, or that Apple allows Flash on its devices. Do you think that would really uh, change the game? <laughs> yeah, actually, I saw that as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, really, it, it seems more of an ego play and kind of a um, marketing twist to not being able to for Apple development to really resolve this uh, because I've actually just this weekend used the latest beta of Flash 10.1 on on Android device Nexus One and site I was surprised that they were actually you know loading and it was actually relatively quick um, so I mean the answer is there um, and, and you know Android is is showing it with in partnership with Adobe so that's I think that's you know to go on to the Android banter is that the whole difference of approach is inclusivity as opposed to exclusivity. Instead of saying, yeah, HTML5 and it is the future, so we're just going to omit Flash, but Flash is the here and now, so might as well have some integration with it. Definitely. Um, you're actually going to be speaking at um, two conferences in August the same week, one uh, SES San Francisco for anybody going to that, and then uh, at the same time, or actually earlier in the week, the Affiliate Summit going on in New York, um, and you're speaking about mo- on the mobile panels, right? 
Right. And it's not just myopic on Android, because, I mean, there are several other platforms. It's not just iPhone and Android. There are other devices being used, um, not just in the U.S., but in the world, and really how to apply that marketing across the board instead of just focusing on one or several OSs, mobile OS. You can read his reports on mobile news and insights at mobilemartin.com. He also contributes at googleandblog.com. Thanks for coming on the show, Michael. Well, thank you again for having me. All right. After the break, we're going to be talking about some popular services that got some facelifts. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. (laughs) Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is admedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. State of Search, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan, and I'm here with Virginia and Jessica. And we thought we'd close out the show with some news about popular web services on the web and how they're changing. Web services on the web. Yeah, those ones. Not those the ones, ones. Not the web services off the web. But. Or the offline services on the web. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, point is... Point is... Popular services. Yeah. Changing. And... Uh, Getting makeovers and facelifts of all kinds. I don't know if it's because it's summer and they want to be bikini ready, but <laughs> yeah, um, that's it. That's definitely it. <laughs> um, so Flickr, they changed their photo page interface, and it is a lot snazzier 
the map was the map always part of it i think it was below i think it was optional and now it's like up at the top very prominent this is where things are again kind of that tying back into that location-based thing that we were talking about last week with you know people are looking for things around them so here's your location thing so that's kind of cool um yeah i I, I like the new Flickr page yeah it's really helpful you found the surprise panda i did there's a surprise panda it's crazy you log okay if you haven't seen this yet <laughs> log into Flickr and like go to a new photo page and there's like a little step by step oh here's an introduction to your new photo page and the last step there's a surprise panda like hover over it bam panda craziness she jumped like five feet backwards I did head. and then I had to show Virginia <laughs> <laughs> um the, all the navigations also changed a little bit and um it really highlights along with that map, you know, when it was taken, the, the camera it was taken with, um, who it was taken by, and uh, Flickr is kind of speaking about it as though the photo is telling its story better than before. Yeah, and yeah. All that information was there. It's just now they've moved it up, made it more prominent. They kind of t- de-emphasized the, which group it's part of and made more of the photo itself, which is kind of cool. I mean, it really brings it down to to being about the image so that that i think is neat also new um linkedin has done some changes recently yeah um i mean i don't know i don't think it's to everyone yet they're just kind of rolling it out but search engine land noticed that their that their linkedin group has um gotten some changes that make it harder well their complaint was that it's harder to police for spam Right, because before they didn't allow links, and now they do, or something like that. I don't. I, I have to confess, I don't use LinkedIn very much. Um, I, I certainly accept follow or not followers. What are they called? Connections, mm-hmm. and and um, and I definitely use it to stalk people if necessary. <laughs> but I don't. I, I don't participate very strongly in the community aspect of it, so I really can't speak to that. I think that LinkedIn just has a case of the Facebooks, and if people are upset about it, they will definitely adjust. It's just one of those things where they're trying stuff out. Yeah, that could be. That could be. And speaking of Facebooks, are there maybe have a case of the Googles? <laughs> yeah, what? I, I I don't even know. <laughs> I, I So they're going to start showing web pages in their search functions? Yeah, I guess, what like... Is- it seems to me, and people can chime in if we're wrong, but like if you've got the like feature enabled on a web page, then that page can be come up in Facebook search. So, um, and is that based on what your friends like or just any kind of search? If you or? search for, um, let's think of an example, I don't know, SEO and like. Oh, SEO blog, okay? And we have the Facebook like button enabled on our blog pages, then our blog will come up in a search on Facebook. Anything that we have the like button enabled on or anything that somebody has liked? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I that, that's kind of an interesting distinction. You might want to run around clicking like on all of your pages. Right, so they come up and search. That's I like very everything true. I do. <laughs> kind of an egomaniac like that. Speaking of egomaniacs, Google Voice is now open to everyone. (laughs) It was a good segue, right? (laughs) Um, I've had a Google Voice account since it was whatever it was called before. 
I don't remember. Mm, no. That thing, I've had it for a while, and um, I've never used it. No. But apparently people are very excited about this. So yay, Google Voice. No support. Not at all. If your phone screws up, tough luck. I really hope that the technology improves with the um, translation to your Gmail because it's often off and it can easily turn like what are you doing today into I love Robert Goulet <laughs> and it's definitely not something that works for businesses when you're trying to conduct business through your phone yeah, yeah. but you can still go listen to the voicemail so if someone professes their love for Robert Goulet <laughs> um, you can always go and double check and make sure that they really are expressing their their uh, uh, deep appreciation for the man right um because maybe they are. You don't know. Yeah. It just seems inefficient, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, and, and voice voice translation services are, are still um, pretty rough, and, and I'd like to see them getting better, but, I mean, I don't know that it's anybody's, like, urgent priority. All right. Um, and then, finally, Bing's Entertainment Vertical, which came out with lots of fanfare on their part and kind of fell flat as far as uh, media analysts go. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I still haven't checked it out. No? Um, it, I mean, it sounds cool from their very long press release, but it. I, I still really have nothing to say about it. I like that they're trying to be a little more hip. I think it's a good move for them because they've always been like the stepchild. Eh, I, I don't know. To me, it's more of the same from from their part where they're working on everything except their core search. And they're never... I mean, you can't beat Google at its own game. Google does search and it does search very well. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you don't at least make the effort to be a better search engine instead of just being a better everything else... Are, are you really... I mean, should you really be in the search space? I don't know. I think we will just have to see how the game plays out. Um, but we're out of time. So thanks to our guests and thanks to Webmaster Radio. Check out SEMSynergy.com for more on this week's guest and topics. Or you can follow us on Twitter at SEMSynergy. If there's anything you want to hear about, just send an email to SEMSynergy at BruceClay.com. Or you can join us in the chat room where there's always fun times going on. And we will be back next week. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. 